0: Welcome, dear listener. I'm glad you could make it. You may, of course, be wondering why you're hearing my voice, or you've already worked it out. I guess in fiction they call this sort of thing a framing device. But then again, this is fiction to you, isn't it? So it all fits rather perfectly, no? Well then, with that out of the way, let us proceed with the proceedings of the day. Because I have a lot to show you. You see, you're in my universe now. And that means we're in a realm of which anything can happen. To a certain extent, anyway. Uh, You aren't going to win the lottery here. Literally, if you're here for financial gain, you are going to be disappointed. But if you stick with me, then I have some tales to tell you. My name is The Architect. No, not that one. I don't take bribes. But today, I'm going to give you a tale you may have heard before. I mean, it slipped through the radar once, but there's no wrong with that. What do you get when you cross the crew of a starship with one of the most deadly forces of evolution that humanity has ever produced? You get a tale of humanity, desperation, and friendship fighting back. And it's my honor to give you the tale of the starship prosperity. It's time for the remnants to be unleashed. Enjoy. travel To many worlds and to many universes through the entirety of time and space. But there is one limit, one sector of the universe upon which no one must dare venture into. This wild sector, this untamed galaxy, is prone to wild, unpredictable, and dangerous events, locked away behind a wall of time. But there are many tales that can be told from this mysterious underworld, and I like to call these stories. The Remnants. Captain's Log. It's the year 2370. Month of November. The USS Prosperity is on its way back to Earth after two months of scientific investigation into the various nebulae around the quadrant. We have concluded investigation of an undiscovered nebula, but we came into contact with an unknown metallic object that nearly hit us. We will investigate further into this.
1: So I said to the cadets, if you don't work out how to act right during the core breach, you're going to die. And to this day, I still don't think they were listening.
2: The next generation of space travel, everyone.
1: (laughs) I know, right? Sickening is what it is. Anyway, I better go. My shift starts in a couple of minutes.
2: So soon? Damn. Felt like I was finally getting to know you again.
1: I'll be home in a couple of months. Put some popcorn on.
2: You got it, Chief. Love you.
1: Ditto. Miss you. Damn it.
2: One night. It's going to be the first time I've ever been late for my shift. If I'd be a little bit more concerned if I knew where I was going. But uh, yeah, where am I going? What does the shift road to say? Oh God, this is yesterday, so where did I put it? Hmm? Oh, it's from Sarah. I'll have to read it later. No time. Oh man. I'm almost ready. I swear. That's from
1: What on earth are you playing at? You've got one minute until your shift starts. Uh,
2: coming, sir. Uh, mom.
1: Good. You have the Prosperity for two months. I'd have thought you'd have learned some time management.
2: Uh, sorry, Commander Pierce. No excuse. Don't worry
1: about it. I'll let it slide. Let's just get to work.
2: I've been working on the USS Prosperity as a security officer for not too long. Ever since I was a kid I always dreamed of going into space. Now here I am. That said, the workload isn't exactly living up to my expectations, but, you know, job's a job.
1: I assume you remember what we're doing today?
2: Uh, Yes, Uh, but feel free to refresh my memory, Uh, please.
1: (sighs) We're working on that capsule we tractored in a couple of nights ago.
2: Of course, of course we are. Yeah, I, I remember.
1: Lord. Okay, well, just don't screw it up. Chief Malone will meet you down there.
2: Yes, Commander. And Cadenza. Yeah.
1: Relax. We all have off days. Just focus on the rest of it.
2: Thank you, Commander. I will.
1: I wish that kid would get his act together. He's brilliant, but he's certainly lazy. Or maybe I just expect too much of the new ensigns. Captain Hayward has a tendency to rip off on
2: you. Oh, good God, it's Captain Hayward. I haven't actually spoken to him much in person before. Oh, man. Chill out, Taras,
3: chill out. It seems to be of unknown origin. I've never seen anything like it before in my life, Captain.
0: Any idea where it came from?
3: No, the only thing we know is that it was on a collision course for us.
0: I want this thing gouged inside out, Chief Malone. We'll get to the bottom of it whether it wants us to or not.
3: Oh, Cadenza, nice of you to show up. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, I, I don't know what happened, I just... It... You're late, Cadenza. It's unacceptable to be tardy. Chief,
0: settle down. The ensign is clearly already in a state. Come on in, son.
2: Uh, 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 thank you, Captain. I'm, I'm
3: really
0: sorry. Don't apologize. I had quite the amount of lateness blemishes when I was in the academy.
3: Ugh. Well, are you ready for work all the same?
2: I, I, I am indeed.
3: Good.
0: I'll be on the bridge. Let me know of your progress.
3: Exercise caution, ensign. We have no idea what this is.
2: Where did it come from?
3: Well... It was heading on collision course, so I suspect it was attracted to the elements on the ship. Thank goodness they transported it on board. Uh, true. Uh, what, what can I do to help? Grab yourself a probe and start examining it.
2: So there I go. Examining it. It's a huge, bulbous thing. I can't even begin to comprehend it. It's ridiculous. It's... It's metan- yet not earth metallic. Oh, familiar It's hard to tell. I can't
3: believe this. It's an entirely new material. Or at least, not one on record. Julia, Hear you know what? something moving in there. Well don't get too close, just in case.
2: Hey, I, I, I see it!
3: Oh my. What on
2: earth is that? It's like a little mouse.
3: Don't touch it! i ready something.
2: Hey, little fella. You okay? We you still your home away.
3: I won't engage with it either. I'm gonna stun it, then we can examine it.
2: You can't stun it. It hasn't done anything. It's just a docile little thing living its life.
3: God damn it! I hate them all. High ground. Well, just keep it contained anyway. I'm gonna go and get a new scanner. One moment.
2: There we go. He's gone now. Just you and me, little buddy. You okay? Well. My name's Taris, and I'm here to give you a new home. This is my ship, the USS Prosperity. Uh, it's the year 2027, uh, nearly Christmas too. We can find a place for you. Would you like that? Ow! Oh, come back! What the hell? Little... I was trying to be friendly. Fine if you're going to be a- How's it going? Oh, Chief! How's your little friend? Uh, don't know if I can call him a friend anymore, Chief. He bit me. He bit you? Where is he now? I don't know. He got away. Damn it! I'll
3: put out a search trigger. Are you okay? Yes, yeah, just a little nibble. Yeah, let me take a look.
2: Uh,
3: it's small, but get it checked out all the same. We don't know the effect that saliva can have. Commander Pierce should be in the sickbay.
2: I, I can still stay and help.
3: No, you'll go to the sickbay, and that's an order. No, you can't just get rid of me, sir. I want to stay and assist. Son. Some- just asking you to get your wound checked out. That's all. Then you're free to come back at any time.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go. If it'll keep you off my back. Good.
3: I'd... I'm sorry if I was a bit harsh on you earlier.
2: No problem, sir. Two months of space
0: travel. Lovely. Reduced to nebula duty. Pathetic. This ship is so much more capable but the pencil-pushes at HQ won't give us a damn chance. It sickens me. It's just... It's embittering. And then the launch of that Sovereign-class monstrosity in the next few years will take away any chance we have of trying to accomplish anything fitting. We deserve more.
3: Malone to Captain Hayward.
0: Balls. Captain here.
3: Turns out there's a life-form in that object. Ensign Cadenza got bitten. We're
0: investigating. Very mixed news, but I welcome it. Shame about Cadenza, though. I'm sure he'll be fine. He's a good kid. Go easy on him. I'm it. Good. It'll all pay off one day. I promise.
3: I hope so. I can't
2: believe My I got sent up. out. Oh, all been by, Mark. God. Health and safety is important, but still. Oh, man. Jesus, I need a drink. Put so right? mate. the, the hell? Hell? Uh, Holy crap, what is. It? What's going on? What is this? It's, it's like a piece of shrapnel just hit me. Oh, it's impossible.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's so
2: painful, and it's ripping my cheek apart. Oh, it's not budging. Uh, no, bad idea. Go see the commander.
1: These damn reports. Never ending.
2: Uh, commander? I-I need your help. Oh,
1: Cadenza, I- What the? What's that on your face? Did you get hit with something? Are you okay?
2: I-I-I-I don't know. It just came over me while I was in the corridor. Where I, it feels like something's drilling into me. I, I i don't know how- Take a
1: seat. I'll have you examined.
2: Uh, thanks. I am not like bothering like this. Whatever it is, I'm sure to be fine. destroying myself.
1: Oh my, I'm detecting something—an unknown substance. It seems to be within you, and oh, Faye, it's multiplying.
2: Uh, multiplying? What do you mean?
1: As in, there's more where it came from. I'm gonna have to operate to stop this. Do you have any idea where this could have happened?
2: Uh, well, there was a moment where something from inside the. Thing we were scanning uh, bit me.
1: Damn it! There could be anything in there. You've got to get it out of you asap.
2: Uh, what happens if you don't?
1: You don't want to think about that.
4: I, I, I mean, I mean, are you sure about this? I...
1: Don't worry, I'm gonna help you. Oh my, Faye, your eye! Terrace, are you alive? Terrace. Or...
2: No, 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 no. What's oh, happening to me? Help me. It hurts so much. I'll try. Captain
1: Hayward, you may want to come down here.
2: What's going on? I don't understand. Why do I feel so strange?
0: So you say he was convulsing?
1: And the rest. I've never seen anything like this before. His eye, it's just gone. That just appeared out of his skin.
0: Have you tried removing it?
1: Not surgically. It seems grafted on.
2: Impossible. I can't see it out of my right eye.
1: Ensign, your right eye is gone. Gone? Yeah.
2: How do you feel, Ensign? Don't... No, I... I I feel cold.
1: Body temperature is down. It must be the metal somehow. It's freezing.
0: First things first, we've got to find the source. Once we do, we can shut this down. We don't want anyone else becoming infected. We'll start by having that object destroyed.
2: My little metal bunny. What? You need to find that little metal thing. It's like a mouse, but metal. We can work with that. You
0: hang tight. Elisa, try to find some way to halt or reverse... whatever this is.
1: I'll do my best. i better do some tests.
2: Why? Why me? Sarah... I need Sarah.
1: Who's Sarah?
2: She left a message.
1: You'll read it soon. Just stay calm. I'm scared.
2: I look down at myself and I see more and more metal. I feel it growing inside me like a disease. These all happening so fast. I can't face it. What's
3: happening? Help. Help me. Where on earth is Cadenza? He's been gone half an hour. I hope that bite wasn't too painful. Anyway, I better crack into this. Oh, it's you, isn't it? Now, where are you so I can get a clean shot at you? There you are. Oh, didn't expect it to be so fragile. Totally mechanical. It's just a machine. And yet, it bites? How weird. Plain metal shouldn't do anything, though. i better report back to the captain, then. (laughs) <laughs> okay, a small army of you, what, six or seven? I'll leave one of you alive for experimentation, but as for the rest of you. Oh, Get off me! Get off! Get off! No, no, no!
1: Nanoprobes. That's what it is. Is it curable? I'm not sure. We have no idea what the end phase of this process will be. I'm fairly sure we're past the point of it being reversible without doing more damage to you. But perhaps we can aim for... livable.
2: Life-changing, eh?
1: I'm sorry this happened to you. You didn't deserve this.
2: You're right. I didn't. All I wanted was to go into space. I didn't want to end up like this. I'm sort of freak.
1: Enzin, you didn't come aboard thinking this was going to be some joy ride, did you? The risks are real. People die. People are hurt. That is a problem and it is a fact. We have to get used to this. I know you're young, but please understand that. Sorry. It's okay.
2: After this, I think it's best if we're just going to work your time.
1: <laughs> what? I can't preach. Stay put. <laughs> I'm giving you an oxygen capsule, just... Oh no! What the... Oh, What is that?
2: What's what?
1: On your chest. The metal box, it just burst out.
2: I'm not sure.
1: Hang on. Are you breathing again?
2: I'm not breathing. I'm not breathing at all. I'm simulating the act of breathing, but I do not require the use of air.
1: Why are you talking like that?
2: Like what?
1: You do not require the use of air. You're talking like my computer.
2: I apologize. I do not mean to cause offense. And
1: there you go again. Never mind. That is just one heck of a unit on your chest. Pierce to the bridge, Cadenza has evolved again. How bad? He has developed a mechanical chest unit that allows him to breathe automatically. And his speech is now much more formal and sing-song.
0: Keep an eye on it. I'm trying to get in touch with Chief Malo, but he isn't responding.
1: Concerning. I hope he's okay.
0: I'll keep you updated. Just focus on Ensign Cadenza.
1: Right, Pierce out. Whoa, personal space, Ensign. Hold on, is that a metal bar on your head?
2: I don't feel pain. Why do I not feel pain? I should be feeling pain.
1: If this process has replaced your lungs, then maybe it's controlling your nerves as well.
2: Pain, where is the pain? Control
1: yourself, Ensign. Don't let this take you over.
2: I'm trying, but it's difficult. There's something in my head. There's something in my head and it's trying to get out. I'm trying to hang on, but I can only feel myself slipping away into the
1: darkness. Terrace,
2: rest. I'll help you. You can't help me. I can't even get the words out for you to help me. It's it's stopping me. Please make it stop. I'm so scared. I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. I know you're (sighs)
1: scared. Believe me, I know you are. Better than you know. I'm so sorry. He doesn't deserve this. He's just a kid. And yet, seeing him becoming so contorted with his metal, becoming something he fears, and that I fear.
2: Sarah, Sarah, Sarah.
1: He keeps saying that name. He must be trying to comfort himself. Uh, enter. Or you could use the chime like everybody else. Alisa. Alisa. Oh, my fame, Malone? You as well? You're nearly all metal.
3: Chief? Those sons of bitches caught me. Bit me. I'm changing. I can't stop it. I've got to tell the captain. No. Oh, you need to restrain me. And the instant I can feel what it's doing, and I know what it wants. It wants us and wants it. To... Malone! Clip,
1: Computer, bring down a forest field around Chief Malone. I can't believe this. His body. It's all jagged edges and metal. Handlebars and armor. His eyes. Soulless black pits. How could this have happened?
3: Beware of the metal eyes. Malone! Upgrading is compulsory. Is that me? Is that what I'm gonna become?
1: Pierce to Captain Hayward, I found Malone.
0: Good. How is he doing?
1: He's. The disease caught him, sir. Now he's just. a metal man.
0: Metal man? Impossible.
1: I'm looking at him.
0: No. He can't. I've. I've known him since he was a boy. What am I gonna tell his parents?
1: I'm sorry, Captain. There's nothing I can do for him now.
3: You can hear me, Captain Hayward. Was that? Yeah. You can hear me, Captain Hayward.
0: Put me on speaker. Yes, I can hear you.
3: We are the Cybermen. Our goal is to propel all life forms towards the superior form of life via unity in metal. I'm, uh...
0: I'm a... I don't think I'm equipped to deal with this. What are your terms?
3: There are multiple cybermats all over the ship. Your crew has already begun to be upgraded. Soon they will join our ranks. Surrender your vessel and join us in peace. But does that mean we'll all be killed? No, you will become like us, immortalized in metal. More intelligent. Weaknesses like emotion and pain will be removed. You will be superior in all respects. Join us.
0: And if we do not?
3: You are not in a position to refuse. We will take your ship. The more we upgrade, the more our nanogenes will become airborne. And then we will head to your homeworlds and upgrade all civilians there. The Cybermen cannot be abstracted. We will turn the universe into a haven.
2: I don't want to become like you. I want to stay as I am. Please, just leave us alone.
3: Upgrading is compulsory. Captain?
0: The ship is yours,
3: he redoubt. What the? Your captain is wise. No! How did you break my force field? The upgrade will begin with you.
1: You're not Malone anymore. I won't hold back.
3: Don't make me use this. Your weaponry is ineffective. It has been used to destroy Cybermats. We have adapted our armor placing.
1: We'll see about
3: that. (laughs) You pose no threat. You will be upgraded or deleted. Continual resistance will be met with force. Try and delete me then! Your request will
2: be granted. No! Terrace, what are you doing? The last action I will ever perform as myself. Get out here! Your
3: insubordination is inconsequential. Your upgrade will soon be complete. Run! Thank you. Goodbye.
1: All these poor people, my people, my crew, they're all struggling, and I can do nothing, nothing at all. No! No. No. One of you. No, I won't be one of you! In one bite, you'd think my destiny was sealed. It's only now that I know what we're dealing with. The death of individuality. The move towards a superior life form. Or at least, one that claims to be. The Cybermen want us to be like them. And my captain. My best friend was willing to turn us over to them. And then what? The rest of the universe? My home planet? My friends? My husband? My husband, Xander. I never stop to think. I'm never going to see him again. There's no way out of this, and you'll probably never even know how it happened. Oh, no. No way. Oh, no. I can't let this stop me. I need to stay focused. There's only one solution. The last-ditch solution. We can never go home.
0: Oh, Elisa!
1: You traitor!
0: Please, listen to me. We can get out of this. You and me. The others are done for, but we can survive. There's a shuttle.
1: You're going to desert your crew?
0: It's the best thing in the circumstances. I'll tell everyone back at HQ what happened. They'll understand.
1: I see. You know, when I took the position of chief medical officer on this ship, I thought you were a great captain. I thought you cared about your officers. You cared about Cadenza even when he was struggling.
0: Elisa, now is not the time for an argument. I care about everyone. But look at the situation, Elisa. There's no hope. The crew is being infected one by one. It's only a matter of time before we are too. we We've got to get out of here. Sometimes self-preservation is the way to go so we can warn people about the oncoming threat.
1: No, warning them won't stop them. They'll still come.
0: So what do you suggest? We carry on as normal? We go back to Earth and unleash this plague upon them?
1: No, we have to end it here before it's too late. Help me end it. How? We have to take this ship far away from Earth. We need to throw this thing into the depths of space and then break the engines.
0: Dooming the crew?
1: They're already doomed. It's becoming an airborne virus. You may already be affected and you just don't know it yet.
0: Nonsense. Come on, let's go.
1: I can't. Why not? Because they got me, okay? Look.
3: Oh.
0: Oh God, no. I'm sorry.
1: All this means is that I can't come with you.
0: I... I can't afford to be upgraded, Elisa. I have to keep going. Look at what we've been made to do. Nebula duty? It's just an excuse to put us on the menial tasks.
1: We all have our different roles to play. That's what makes life so special. They're trying to get rid of that.
0: Exactly. But for some stupid moment, I thought I was capable of going to the top, preferably with you by my side.
1: Well, not gonna happen now.
0: Well, maybe not for you, but I can still try. I've just gotta get out of here. I'm honestly really scared.
1: Uh, You can't escape this!
3: Oh god, the metal!
1: I can't stop you leaving. I just implore you to stay and help me. And then you can go. I... Look, Captain! You've got nothing to lose. But I've already lost everything. Just help me! One last time.
3: (sighs) Okay. Fine. What? Deli!
1: No! You killed him! Why? He gave the ship to you!
0: trap was detected. I'll prove
1: you wrong. I'll prove all of you wrong. He was about to stay. And I was about to convince him to stay and they killed him. They professed to wanting to upgrade us all. They just killed him. I can't go any further. This is ending here. I'll end it myself. Engineering. Where all the goodies are kept. And yet it's totally deserted. I guess everyone has gone mad. Why bother doing your job if you feel yourself about to die? I can end it all here. Just one shot at the core, and it's all over.
4: We cannot allow you to do that.
1: Taris, oh man. It's almost claimed all of you.
4: I am almost fully upgraded. It feels... Get accurate. out
1: of the way, Terrace! I need to end
4: this. I am also armed. Do not... Make me use this.
1: Fight it, Terrace! You know what I'm doing is the right thing for us all. What would Sarah say? You never read that message. No. Who is Sarah, anyway?
4: She is my sister. She is failing. She will be upgraded and will live on like the rest of sentient life.
1: She doesn't have to be. Think about it, Terrace. You don't like what you've become. Would you wish that fate on her?
4: Upgrading is compulsory.
1: No, it isn't. We can spare who we loved from this. I'm not letting this happen to who I love, even if that means I have to stop you.
3: But she does. Everyone does, except you.
1: You again. Back off or I'll shoot and kill us all.
3: You already intend to do that.
1: I mean it, I swear to Faye.
3: Why use a bargaining chip that you already intend to play. You can't stop me. You are incompatible for the upgrade. You will be deleted.
1: I was bitten by one of your little metal mice. I'm already upgrading.
3: Excellent.
1: No, <laughs> what are you doing? i'm
4: p- burning Corrupted. your upgrade you will be deleted this is unnecessary she is useful uh her race is
3: irrelevant
1: there's uh, uh, don't let it end like this you don't want this desire
3: is irrelevant a weakness
4: commander pierce is Necessary.
3: You are still blinded by emotion. Your upgrade is not yet complete.
4: I'm stating facts.
3: You remain emotionally compromised. Terrace!
4: You will be deleted. Are you alive?
1: I am. Barely.
4: I do not have much time until the programming takes me over completely. I will become like he was.
1: You know what must be done, don't you? I do. Then, we should do it.
4: I have one request. Yeah? Sarah, message. I need to read it. I can hold on till then.
1: Of course, you go do that. You have five minutes to get there, read it, or I'll assume the programming has taken you. I'll put engineering on lockdown. No one comes in, no one comes out. Understood. Uh, Terrace, thank you, and I'm sorry about all this.
4: You are welcome, Alyssa.
1: Computer, engage engineering lockdown procedure. Authorization Alpha, Leda Indigo SETI Alpha.
2: Security
0: authorization accepted.
1: Hope you read your message, Terrace. And I'm sorry, Xander, that I couldn't do the same.
4: Computer, open message from Sarah. Sarah is all clear. Computer, respond with, I love you. And I will miss you. I'm sorry I cannot be there. But I know my fate is near. Do not mourn. Live your life. And make good memories. Take care. Taris. Send. Put me through to Commander Pierce. Terrace? Message read. Ready.
1: Good. Looks like everyone else is converted. They're getting angry.
4: I can't hold it any longer, either. Goodbye, Alyssa. Thank you. You too, Terrace.
1: I'm sorry. Xander, everyone, so The USS Prosperity was destroyed with loss of all hands two months ago. The debris was discovered on the outer rim and so on and so forth. Stupid data recording. I hate these formalities. Can't even make a speech of my own.
2: I just... I just need to know how.
1: Ah, you must be...
2: This is Andrew Pearce. I was the husband of the first officer, Alyssa.
1: I'm so sorry for your loss. I lost my brother, Taras, on it. He was an ensign.
2: I just don't understand how this could have happened. I lost her, and I've lost everything.
1: I know, trust me. There's an investigation ongoing. You'll be one of the first to know, I promise. We'll both be.
3: I believe
0: I can
1: help. Who are you?
0: Dr. John Smith. And I know what happened with the prosperity. I found a databank
2: within the ruins of the ship. Like a black box. Do you know what happened to Alyssa?
1: And my brother, Taras.
2: Yes. And I'm sorry.
0: I'm so sorry. Oh,
1: Oh. in that case, take a seat.
0: It wasn't the Cybermen that destroyed the prosperity. It wasn't the Cybermen, either. It was the strength of the two heroes Aboard that ship that powered them through to defend their own individuality. Because if there's something that the Cybermen are always desperate to take away, it's who we are as people. And they stood up and said no. May they rest peacefully, knowing the remnants of their individuality shined through that day. Of course, that man showed up too. But we'll have more on him another day, won't we? You have been listening to Doctor Who Remnants. Prosperity of the Cybermen, written by Dominic G. Martin, starring Jules Starne as Taris Cadenza and Xander Pierce, Kenna Devala as Elisa Pierce, John Ryan as Malcolm Malone, Dominic G. Martin as Alistair Hayward and the Architect, Katie Rose as Sarah Cadenza, and James Sutton as the Doctor. The title sequence was made by Isaac Heeks and John Foreman. The theme music was composed by Isaac Heeks. The incidental music was composed by Luke Crichton. And the architect theme was composed by Silver Maple. Graphic design was done by Antonio Rastelli. And the project was directed and produced by Dominic G. Martin.